<laughs> Good evening. Hope you're all doing well. Today we're learning Maseches Nidarim, Dafyud Gimel. And as you can see, we'll be ending the parak, uh, Baruch Hashem, ending the first parak of Kol Kinuye. And we're starting a, a little bit more than a third of the way down at the two dots of Ke'imra Kedirim. And then we'll be learning another Mishnah. Now, we had said in our Mishnah, and what we've been speaking about really ad nauseum over the last many days is doing what's to be matfis is to say, I have a kikar over here, and I'm trying to accept a neder upon myself to change the status of this kikar into the status of something else. In our Mishnah that we had learned many blot ago, where okay. is it? Our Mishnah that we had learned, oh, that's not even it. Was it yesterday's blot? Where is it? Here it is. The Mishnah that we learned on the bottom of Yudam Bey's had said that if a person compares and associates their kikar or their corned beef with an imra with a sheep or kizirim with a pen of animals, etc., etc., we had said that hareze neder bekorban. So we're going to start uh, with that nikuda here. Kiimra and kidirim, those all had the letter kuf. If you'll recall from our Mishnah, we had a machlokas between Rav Meir and Rav Yehuda as to whether or not the letter kuf was critical. We know that the letter kuf means like X. And when you say like X, you know, that's really a very strong comparison. But if you don't have the cuff, maybe it's not that way. So this Mishnah, our, our Mishnah here says, Ki'imra and Kedirim. And the Brisa that we're starting the Gemara with is divergent from our Mishnah. Tana, Imra, Le'imra, and Ki'imra. All three languages, not only cuff languages, not only comparative languages with the letter cuff, but even without. And Dirim, Le'dirim, and Kedirim. And that's, those are the pens of an animal, even without the letter cuff. Eitzim, Le'etzim, Ka'etzim. Ishim, Le'ishim, Ke'ishim. All of these languages. Mizbech, Le'nizbech, Ke'mizbech, Hechal, Le'hechal, Ke'hechal. Yerushalayim, Le'yushalayim, Ke'yushalayim, Kulan. In all of those cases, if you added to those cases, my Kikar is like the dirim, or like the lidirim, or kidirim, she'ochelach, that which I would potentially eat of yours, which could be yours. So then in those cases, we'd say, Asr, that the nether is binding and you cannot eat it. Lo'ochelach, but if I wouldn't have consumed your food, then mutter. The, the mafarish over here, a third of the ways, ways down, goes into the lumdus of this, a little bit of a difficult idea, but we're going to learn this uh, mafarish inside. Take a look at the mafarish, a third of the way down, dibur hamaschil, kulan she'ochelach, when a person says, quote, like this sheep that I will eat of yours, that's similar to one saying that I am now forbidding that thing upon me. That's why when I say the language of it becomes a neder. But the Mefarish continues, but if I add in the word like this sheep, I will not eat of your food. That's mutter. What is the implication? But if in fact I were to have eaten your food, then it wouldn't be like an imra. In other words, if an imra is like me not eating your food, then if it's not an imra, then it's like me eating your food. And therefore the equation doesn't work and it's not considered an edder. Back in the Gemara, we just learned this Brisa that we have more expansive languages that can be used in order to establish a nether, Imra, Le'imra, and Ke'imra, and in regards to all of the various examples that our Mishnah uh, expressed when we learned it on the bottom of Yudamid Beis, and says the Gemara, Man Shaminan Le'i, Delo Shani Le'i, and we should add in the word Bain, Delo Shani Le'i, Bain Imra, Le'imra, Ke'imra. Who is a Tana who would agree with this idea? And we should know the answer to this based on our previous learning because we already saw that the letter Kaf is a machlokas as to whether or not it's a requirement. And says the Gemara, the answer is Reb Meir, he, by implication, and not by having an express Marimakum, but by implication, it seems to be that the author of this Brisa is Reb Meir. 
But if our Mishnah is like Rav Meir, then Ema Sefer, we have a problem. Because what did we just say in this b'risa a couple of lines ago? We said, and in all cases, if you say, that that, that 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 is not considered to be a neder if you use that language. But how can you say that the Mishnah is authored by Rav Meir if this is true? After all, two-thirds of the way down, the Mishnah writes, and this Mishnah is the Mishnah that's just a few lines from now, but we're quoting it here out of context to ask a question on Rav Meir. What does that Mishnah say? In regards to a person who says, Lekorban lo ochelach, similar language, it says lo ochelach, there Rav Meir is oser. And what did Rabbi Abba say about this? When a person says lekorban, it's as though he said lekorban yehe, it should be like a korban. And therefore it's lekorban, but it should be oser. So now we have a stira. According to the b'risa that we started with today, and if our author is Rav Meir, then it seems to be that if a person says lekorban, then it would be mutter that's not considered a neder. Yet this Mishnah, the Mishnah we're about to learn at the bottom of this page, but quoted again out of context here, it seems to say that it is going to be a neder. Says the Gemara, lo kashya hada amar lo imra, hada amar le imra. One is, one is to be says it is not like an imra, not like the sheep, and the other says that it is like the sheep. So there's no machlokas between Rav Meir, and we could therefore establish this brysa that's in the middle of Yud Gimel Amad Aleph, like the sheets of Rav Meir. Let's dig into the next Mishnah, 12 lines from the bottom. Ha'omer korban, ola, mincha, chatas, todah, shlamim. Any of these types of, uh, of hektish um, korbanos or offerings, and you add in the language, shani ochelach, that is going to be aser. And if you'll notice that none of these cases have the letter kaf. doesn't say that this kikar is going to be aser, ki ola, ki mincha, ki chatas, v'chule. Rabbi Huda Matir, Rabbi Huda says these, these are nothings. Because as you'll recall from Shab, from yesterday, I think, the Rav Meir was of the opinion that without the letter cuff, nothing doing. You know, when we were little kids, you know, you have uh, similes and metaphors. They were used under specific circumstances, and it has to have like or as. So without the word like, it's a zero. So he <clears throat> poskins like the, you know, the fourth grade grammar teacher who teaches you about metaphors, similes, whichever. So the Gemara says, with, without the letter cuff, Rav Meir says nothing doing. The Mishnah continues, if a person says, ha korban, or ki korban, or korban. So then the Gemara says, she'ochelach, then aser. Those are binding languages. But le korban lo ochelach, Rav Meir oser. So there, even Rav Meir would say that that is going to be oser. The Mishnah opens with the words katani. We learned in our Mishnah, and the next word should be removed, because as you'll, when we look, when we compare this quote from our Mishnah to our Mishnah, we will see that it's in fact not the same. So, Tani, we have a Mishnah. What, is it, what does it say in our Mishnah? Ha-korban, ke-korban she-ochelach aser. And that would imply, stama, that would imply that the author of our Mishnah is Tana Kireb Meir. Deloshanile, who doesn't d- distinguish between Deloshanile, bein imra le-imra. He doesn't care if there's an, uh, an imra, le-imra, or ke-imra. It doesn't matter. Reb Meir says that all of them are strong enough to generate a nether. But says the Gemara, if this Mishnah, this Mishnah that's 10, 12 lines from the bottom on Yud Gimel Amad Aleph, if this Mishnah is Rav Meir, then I don't understand. How can you say in this Mishnah that if a person says a korban she'ochelach aser ve'atanya, modim chachamim l'Rav Yehuda. The chachamim who are arguing with Rav Yehuda, and this is not stated in the Gemara, but it means in this case Rav Meir. This chachamim is Rav Meir. So, 
when it says modem chachamam le Rabbi Yehuda, means that Rabbi Meir agrees to Rabbi Yehuda, the Omer, two words, ha korban, or the ha ola, or the ha mincha, or the ha chatas, two separate words, ha chat, all of these languages, the ha chatas, and he adds in the word sheochalach, shemutter. That's not considered binding. When a person says ha korban, this korban, says the Gemara, why doesn't this work? Shalom nadar ze korban. It sounds like this dramatic language of making a promise. We've seen this language throughout Shas, Bechayi Demar. We've seen these kinds of languages in the life of whatever, says the Gemara. The Gemara makes an equivalence between the language of Ha and the, and the word Chatas, two separate words, to a dramatic, uh, poetic type of language to accept a Korban. And again, I will say this as, and probably many times throughout the Masechta, it's very hard for us to appreciate this in our parlance because we don't speak like this. You know, like, um, I guess that I, in our way it would be like, um, by golly, you know, like, is, is that like, by golly, I'll bring a korban, you know, so like, does that work? Does how, do, what is that, what does the word hum mean here? The Gemara says it's a dramatic word that, that indicates, um, so therefore we have a stira. We have a stira from our Mishnah and a stira over here from Rev Meir. So the Gemara responds on the top of your Gimel Amit Beis, Lokasha, and this is not a problem. And for those of us who tried to keep halacha, we need to learn these halachos very well. Why? Because look at the distinction of the Gemara here. Ha de Amar, ha korban. If a person were to say the words ha korban when trying to accept upon themselves a neder, that's not binding. But the ha de Amar, ha korban, one word, you're done. That is binding. So according to this shita in the Gemara, this, this chakira, this distinction at the top of Yud Gimel Amud Beis, if a person accepts upon themselves a korban and they say ha korban, this korban, the language is too poetic, too dramatic, is too neder, it's not neder oriented, it's just like promise oriented, but not in the way that we like it. It's kind of like bechai, the korban, whatever it is, and therefore that doesn't work. Huge nafkaminas. In my taima, because chai korban kamar, because when one says ha korban is two separate words, it's as though they are saying uh korban, which does not work. The Gemara continues with a bray. So, Tani, what did we learn in our in our Mishnah? Actually, le korban lo ochelach, Reb Meir Oser. We said in regards to a korban lo ochelach, I will not eat. And what does the Gemara say about that? The Reb Meir's Oser. This is a problem. What did we learn about the shita of Reb Meir? Reb Meir doesn't allow us to make a backwards inference in regards to nadarim. What, what is the question here? It says the Gemara, According to a previously learned sheet of Rav Meir, we don't allow a person to say, not this, and therefore we assume that. So how over here can a person say, This korban, I will not eat your food. You're saying not, which means that, that it is in fact a neder. That should be against the rules. An answer that we saw previously, when a person says le korban, it is actually a positive frame, with, frame of language. It's actually as though he said le korban yehei, that this really should be a korban. Because this is a korban, I will not eat from you. And therefore, the question of michlal lavata shomeyahein against Rav Meir doesn't even start. Let's learn the last Mishnah in the parak. Haomer lechavero, a person says to his friend, konam pimedaberimach, yadi oseimach, ragli mahalechasimach, aser. A person says, I'm going to bring a konam, I'm going to bring a, bring a korban, based on my speech, based on my hands, based on my legs walking, that is considered binding. Says the Gemara, how can that be? Urminhu, we learned in a source in the Tanoim. We know that there's a stringency 
that applies to the world of Shavuot, but that doesn't apply by Nadarim. And the opposite is also true, that there's a Chumrah by Nadarim that doesn't apply by Shavuot. What's the Chumrah by Nadarim? We're a third of the way down. HaNadarim chalen al mitzvah, al mitzvah A person can, in fact, make a neder even on a mitzvah. Masha'in kain, which is not the case bishvuos, because we've already learned the principle of ein shvuah chal al of ein shvuah chal al shvuah. So therefore, that's one difference in adarim and shvuos. And what's v'chomer bishvuos? What is the stringency of shvuos that doesn't apply by nadarim? Says the Gemara shashvuos chalos al davar sheyesh bo mamish v'shein bo mamish. A shvuah can be uh, can be invoked whether or not the thing you're talking about has physical reality to it. In other words, uh, uh, there's a piece of meat sitting in front of you, or no, even if it's based on something that isn't a tangible item. And that's not true by Nadarim. Yet our Mishnah seems to be discussing this strange case that I'm taking, accepting a korban on myself based on my ability to speak, based on my ability to move my hands. That's Einbo Mamish. So says the Gemara, that's a problem. Omer of Yehuda, you're right. What is the case of our Mishnah? It must be Be'omer Ye'asr Pila Diburi that I'm accepting X upon myself by me also not speaking. That's considered action. Or, or I won't use my hands to do a certain action. Or or to, to limit my walking. Those are considered real. This is also implied. That my mouth will not speak. That's what our Mishnah says. And the Mishnah doesn't say. So therefore, there's no contradiction over here between the Nadarim and Shavuos discussion. And when one has a restriction in their physical behavior, they can also accept upon themselves a korban. If a person says, I hereby accept this korban upon myself if I don't speak for the next, uh, you know, for the next hour, so then good to go. That's real. But if you say, I hereby accept a korban upon myself because I'm able to speak, that's less be mamish. That's not, that's nothing. And that's how the parak ends. Hadrin Allah kol kinuye baruch Hashem. We finished the first parak of Maseches, Nadarmi Ratzon. We should finish all of Shas together and we should come back to this stuff in seven and a half years. Wishing you all a beautiful night. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.